Welcome to Flow Working, the entrepreneur's podcast, helping entrepreneurs tackle real-world problems in their businesses with tips, tricks, and advice from other solopreneurs. In this episode, I chatted with my regular expert, Amanda Fuel of Next Level Fuel, about her own personal story about why she does what she does for herself and her clients, and about how vulnerability and compassion changed her life and her business. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Flow Working, the entrepreneur's podcast, where I get to chat today with my regular expert, Amanda Fuel. How are you doing today, Amanda? Ah, it is a good Friday. Great Friday. Friday. So for those of you meeting Amanda for the first time, Amanda is a public speaking speech expert. I don't know. We come up with new words, but she helps all of her clients really present themselves better on stage and um, find their power place so that they can show up for others when they show up on a stage, whether it be a screen like this or a big stage, like, you know, I know you've had clients from Harvard and Oxford and, you know, big stages in the world, TEDx talks, those kinds of things. So today I'm very excited because I get to learn something about Amanda along with all of you listeners and watchers today, because Amanda is going to share a bit about her own personal journey story. And I think for entrepreneurs, it's so important to tie our why to our stories. And so let's just start with, tell us kind of where you are. We're going to kind of go backwards with your story. Let's start with where you are in your current iteration of your business and what you do and how you work with people. That sounds great. Yes. Uh, So currently I have a program that I call the Transformational Speaker Program. Because yes, it will transform the speaker themselves, I truly believe, and that's, what, that's just what I've seen. But of course, every speaker I meet is looking to transform the lives of their audience. And you can really take your speech now beyond motivational, beyond even inspirational. And my whole goal is to get you a transformative speech that transforms your audience's lives right there in the room with you while you're all together in that moment some sometimes that's the only moment you have with some of the audience and so giving them a transformational experience will leave them impacted or the people that are ready for you are going to come to you and say i want more i need this um i just had a client the other day she gave a free talk so it was her first time out of the gate after working with me she gives her free talk And she had several people sign up for her email list. One already jumped into her program. But then yesterday she got a call and somebody in that audience wants to hire her for 2,500 bucks to come speak to their company in Boulder. And uh, she was over the moon excited about that. So you just don't know all the time, like who's really in the room with you. And uh, that's, that's what you want. Something where someone is like, this is the real deal. I need her on my stage. Yes. And I know for the watchers and listeners, go back and look at previous podcasts because we talked a lot about that transformational piece and how to pull that into your talks. Um, So there's lots of stuff, good content from, from some previous episodes with Amanda about that. So that's where you are today. Yeah. Of course, I know that you've gone through your own transformation because, hey, nobody starts where they are today in business. We all know that as entrepreneurs. So I loved how you, when you were talking, as we hopped on here, you were really talking about compassion and how 
that showed up for you and how that really was your transformative moment to go, this is why, this is how I do. So share with us a little bit about your experience with how compassion really came into your own life and, and changed you. I, yes, I appreciate that. And I'm ready to share now. And this share is something I haven't shared much up until now. And I got a challenge from a coach of mine that said, I think you can go deeper with your own personal story. And doesn't that always happen? Like, I really appreciated that outside eyes to say, you are so much deeper than you're sharing. You're sharing deeply. And yet I know there's so much more. So give us the real deal. And I, I wasn't even completely aware of how much my personal life had affected my business transformation until this question came. So thank you to that coach that asked that great question. Um, so here's really what happened for me is that when I came on the scene as a speaker and started giving my speeches, my expertise, et cetera, I'm a big, loud person. I got a lot of passion. I got a lot of ideas. I got a lot of how to's, all that stuff. And how that can come across and how I did come across at the beginning is often preachy. Mm -hmm. ah, with the best of intentions, right? I'm ending up telling people how to do life and, you know, like really saying, this is the wrong way. This is the right way. And it just comes across as preachy. If I'm not being vulnerable enough, yep. A, which as you can see, I still, still have <laughs> links to go. Um, and B, it can just come across as like, if I'm not checking in with them and engaging with them, it feels one directional, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So that's what was happening at the beginning of my, of my business. And, and that's what I would get. And some people, I mean, we're attracted to that, right? But um, that's the feedback I would get if I got negative feedback was, okay, it's a little preachy. Sometimes they'd call it teachy. You know, that'd be like a good day for me, you know? Um, and so what happened was, this, this is what happened. I came to a moment with this same group that I was in front of often where I kind of ran out of material. You know, they'd seen my stuff all along the way. And I had also built relationships with them. So one day I came in and I said, you know what, guys? actually, we're just going to play a game today. I don't have a lot of material for you, but I have this great team building game and we're going to just do that. And Megan, the difference was, <laughs> I mean, night and day. They loved it. They wanted another one the next time. They started calling it game day. Yay. I was like, I mean, I'm the speaker. This is not just games. I want you to take me seriously, you know? <laughs> and I truly had found myself in, in that teacher mode or preacher mode, trying to get it right more, trying to go by a script more, trying to look the part more, mm -hmm. trying to kind of mitigate the things that made me different, like, like hide a little bit, you know? Oh, I know I'm a woman, but I'm going to act like a man, you know? Oh, I know I'm young. I'm going to act older and mature. Oh, I know I'm overweight. I'm going to dress to slim, you know, like anything that made me different. I just didn't feel like there was a place for that. And I felt a lot of conforming yeah. energy, comparing myself, trying to be more like other speakers I saw. 
it's yeah, not fun. It's not it's amazing. inauthentic. Yeah. Inauthentic. I mean, I didn't see it as that at the time, but I felt the pressure. Yeah. Right. So when I started to have these times where I would play games with <laughs> this group and I would get comments like, we just love this because you're just so real. Ah. You know, they would say more things like that. And I, um, I, I truly thought that the games were what was the difference. And I still believe they're very important, right? So that's my business story. And that's what I've shared. And it was a transformational experience for me. Yeah, absolutely. But here's the behind the scenes. Uh-huh. There's always there okay. <laughs> yeah. happening, right? Here's the part of my personal story that aligned with that, that I didn't realize how much of an impact mm -hmm. it likely had on my business. Yeah. So in the meantime, I have I, I got married and I adopted, we decided to adopt a 10-year-old young man. And that is a big deal, <laughs> you know? I, luckily, I didn't realize it at the time because I would have never thought I had the strength to do it. Mm -hmm. it. It was a very difficult process. And all of my looking good energy that I don't just have on stage, I wanna look good in the whole rest of my life too, Megan. Yeah. <laughs> all my desire to look this part and, and be perfect and be the perfect mom, like all of that flew up in my face and I had to like stare it down and be like, I can't parent this kid while I'm just trying to look good. Yep. And I mean, that wasn't something, that wasn't like a revelationary thought that I wisely had. That was told to me very directly by some amazing social workers in our life who helped this process and supported this process all the way through. We had um, an awesome agency that had incredible support and their ability to not hold me to my own standards, their ability to have compassion for me to see where I wasn't the perfect mom and say, that's an asset. That's going to work for you. Because guess what? You don't have a perfect kid. And this imperfect kid does not want your perfect parenting. Doesn't want it. Doesn't need it. Will never believe it. <laughs> will never think you're the perfect mom. We'll, we'll see your flaws anyway. I mean, that's the level of compassion. I, I can't, it's hard to describe. I'm going to have to find better ways to describe it, but you know, I would be late for meetings. I would have to cancel. We would have screaming matches in front of the freaking social workers. Mm -hmm. You know, we would have, our, our house would be a total disaster. They were coming to our home. Like any facade that I was really banking on was gone, was out the window. Yeah. And they did not lift an eyebrow. They did not turn their nose. They dove into it. They were like, yes, thank you. This is real. We want to know how you really feel, what you're really thinking. I mean, I would say more than compassion. They were interested in the realness. Yeah. They gave you permission to just be you, just that real. And there's nothing more, I mean, I, I, I'm a bio mom, so I've known mine, mine's 13 now, but known since, you know, since seedling, 
Yeah. Doesn't matter. I went through the same thing. Right. Right. We were looking at birthday pictures recently and I was like, Oh my God, I used to go all out. Did I mean, it was the Pinterest mom party. It was all big and huge. And he's like, you did that. And I was like, you were so young. You didn't even know. And it was all that facade. And it's so interesting how that permission to just be you. Just be you. Yeah. And I had to, um, in, in order to connect with this kiddo, I had to get way more real. I had to come way under the facade. I had to kick this facade in the teeth. Yep. And so how interesting that that correlated to me showing up more real on stage. Yeah. To me, not caring so much about what I was saying that day, but starting to get into the lives and the minds and attuning, which is a word we use with kiddos, but attuning to my audience, having compassion for them, allowing them to have compassion for me. I mean, suddenly those things that I was trying to hide, oh, I'm too young to be in this field. I'm too overweight to be on a stage. I'm too, you know, this or that. Like those became gold. Those became connection points. Those became like, thank you for somebody else having a hardship like me. You know, any, like every mistake that I've made, (laughs) parenting and otherwise, right? Like the more I shared my mistakes, the more openly they they shared their mistakes. And they were then in a place where they were like, I can learn and grow from here because you're meeting me where I'm really at, you know? I mean, that kind of transformation in a normally where everyone's trying to be buttoned up and businessy is so refreshing. And I think that's why I've gotten the response I've gotten with these audience games, audience engagement, completely changing the speaker audience dynamic, really. And that whole relationship, just bust it on down, like get rid of the pretense, man. Yeah. And it's not, a, really it's just not necessary. And it's so interesting how we'll go. I mean, we've all seen that speaker that you're like, oh my gosh, I got the tickets to this big motivational speaker and you get there and then you're like, that was kind of, hmm. That was like over rehearsed or something, right? Something there, or, you know, and you're like, maybe they were having an off day. And then you go watch the YouTube videos and you're like, no, what? No, <laughs> they really, wow. Their book, it just felt so connected. And then I see them and it's like, mm. and it's that it's, and even the most motivational speaker in the world suffers from that. Let's put it up. Yeah. Let's hold up, you know, we have, you've done one where you're not a head on a stick, you, you're met, you, and then you don't hold your mask and all those things. And we do yeah. like, nope, I can't be this human. Yeah. And, and it's so interesting how like you're sharing that your transformation then took your business into, oh, this is what I help people figure out. Yeah. And it, it, it wasn't, um, I, it, the link wasn't clear to me yeah. until recently, mm-hmm. but I cannot, I can hardly, it's not that I don't fall into getting my mask on. I totally do. But like, it's so unsustainable for me now. I can't keep it up. I can't do it. Like I can't keep up the charade. And I think that the doorway is um, compassion to move, moving through the doorway of compassion for yourself mm-hmm. and your audience. And once you have that connection on that very human, non-masky level with your audience, I mean, that's everything. That's everything to them. And I think that it speaks to why we are so hungry nowadays Mm 
for better representation of ourselves on stage, we need the diverse voices. Anything you think is non-conforming about you in some way, shape or form, we have to get you and your voice and your story on stage now. We have to hear it from you. I can't tell you how healing it is to see another bigger woman up on stage, giving her deal, telling her story. And the fact that I know she's lived some of my experiences, she doesn't even have to talk about her weight at all. I already know some of the things that she's gone through with it. And just knowing that anything that you feel makes you different is gold. Mm -hmm. Some You're not neurotypical or you're not a normal height or you're not a normal any you know right anything that's not typical about you is absolute refreshing oasis water on dry desert to your audience yeah. when you own it and claim it and be real with it on stage and do not try to hide it yeah just totally pull down all the walls and talk about whatever it is yeah yeah human and there's that as much as we like to pretend that we're separate, there's so much connectivity and so much, I mean, when do you, when you hear someone else speaking and it's just like, oh, that's, that's me. I, oh, you see me. Oh, you don't even have to physically be seeing me and you get me. Yeah. And so now I really want to just get to know you more. And that's that connectivity piece that you really, I mean, as a speaker, Yes, for getting up there for getting clients or growing business or I mean, there's all those back, you know, and then those are almost like side pieces of like, oh, that'd be a benefit if, but I really want to get up and just be me and have that space to just be me. And just connect and help them to get in that space so they can connect with each other too. I mean, that's amazing to be a speaker in a room where you've set up these little games that people play and you see them laughing with each other. And you see them like thinking about really honoring and thinking about something the other person has said and they get up and share. And now the whole room is learning from them, but guess what? You still get some of that credit. Yeah. yeah you set yeah. that in motion. Yeah. So they're doing a lot of the work for you. I mean, really that's like at the end of the day, you know, the audience is so helpful. But what I, what I think of it as is like, it makes it so multidimensional. Mm -hmm. It, you just took this, what could have been a TV show. They mm -hmm. could have just watched you, even if you were in real life with somebody, yeah. right? And with a speaker, they could watch it like it's a TV show. And you just took this, what could have been a two-dimensional thing and you made it like 12-dimensional thing. Super and made it this real. really cool shape. Super, yeah. Super real. So before we head off today from today's episode, how can the people who are watching or listening, if they're really resonating with your story and would love to connect with you, what's a great way for people to get connected to, to you? Today? Thank you for asking. Yes. Next level fuel is my website. Amanda fuel is my name. So it's nextlevelfuel.com. And I probably have a webinar coming up. I'm uh, doing this, doing some webinars lately about some different aspects. So check there and see which webinar is coming up soon and see if you want to come join me for 90 minutes where it's not going to be me just talking at you. It's going to be an interactive experience where we will play some games, have some fun. You'll meet some people, some other leaders yeah. um, 
that are going, doing their thing in the world. And who knows what can come of that connection. Right. So thank you so much for joining me today, Amanda, for my watchers and listeners, make sure tap the links in either the, the podcast or the video down below to get connected to Amanda, find one of those webinars and get some transformation for your own talks. Thank you for joining me, everyone. And I'm wishing you peace as you flow off to your business day. We'll talk again soon. Do you want to fuel up your talks to the next level? Tap the link in the description and connect to Amanda.